Hello, friends. God bless you. Peace be with you. It is great to be back with you for another episode of the Being and Making Disciples podcast. It feels like it's been a long time since I've done an episode for you, so I'm excited to be back doing this one. And this is a topic that is very important and dear to me. It is about learning how to pray spontaneously out loud with people. And for many of us, this is something that we didn't grow up with and we've seen it done and maybe we think, oh, we'd love to do that. Uh, but it's not the most natural thing for us. We're very used to praying memorized prayers with people, but it's a little bit more uncomfortable to think, oh, well, what if I mess up? What if I say something that, I, that doesn't sound good? Um, so I'm going to give you a framework that I think will help you with that today. And this actually came because a friend of mine sent me a message and said, how can I learn to pray spontaneously? I've heard you encourage people to get comfortable praying with people right out loud immediately when someone asks us for prayer. So what do we do? So today we're going to walk through that. And um, I want to uh, just first point out some, some good reasons, like why would we want to do this, right? Well, first, it is very powerful to pray for people, period. And if you pray for somebody right away when they ask for prayers, you're not going to forget how often have we said, yes, I'll pray for you, I promise. Uh, and then we don't, right? We forget. Or maybe we say a generic prayer later, like, Lord, you know, I, I pray for all the people that I promise to pray for. And so um, it's just more efficient, right? We're actually, we, we pray right away. Uh, when we feel comfortable, we can do it. And I also think that there's, there's something very powerful for that person to know, to see the witness of our faith, praying and believing that God is going to answer that prayer and be with that person in the way they need. And I've seen people be very powerfully touched and moved by those types of prayers. So I would say this is simply what Christians do. And you can see this throughout scripture. Um, Jesus prayed spontaneously at times. Uh, you could say the Our Father is a spontaneous prayer from Jesus, and he gave that to us. And so, yes, we love memorized prayers. We love the Our Father, Hail Mary's, Glory Bees. We love praying the Psalms, which are in themselves, like those are uh, crystallized prayers, which are very beautiful. And we can pray and recite to praise God, to, uh, to ask for help, to express our frustration and our pain to God. Uh, and then we can also make our own and we can express with the, the deepest longings of our heart what we need God to know and what we want him to know. And uh, the I would say the specific content of these types of prayers can be just like a good conversation with a friend. And so I'm actually drawing upon St. Ignatius of Loyola and St. Teresa of Avila here. I think it's St. Teresa of Avila who cited in the catechism of saying that uh, prayer and conversation with God should be just like prayer between two friends. And so um, that means it's not super scripted, right? It's real. It's authentic. It's, it's what's coming from the depths of our hearts is we want to share what's important to us. So uh, there are probably ways that you're already doing this, um, but it might be in small, subtle ways, and it's probably not out loud. So uh, just in your own uh, private prayer life with God, as you speak to him, as you turn to him throughout the day, and you ask for things, you probably say like, Lord, please help me in this moment. Or Lord, be with me. Uh, Lord, please give me the grace to persevere. Uh, Lord, please help me to love this person. Those are spontaneous prayers. And I think those are the, the best starting points for uh, what you want to do. So I'm going to give you uh, just four steps that I think you can use. And those are first, acknowledge and thank God. Next, remember what God has done and is doing. Third, make a petition and then close by calling upon Jesus in the Holy Spirit. So that first one, acknowledging and thank, uh, we see this throughout scripture. So um, I would say the great Barakah in Second Chronicles 6.17 um, is a very beautiful prayer. 
And that reads, uh, that prayer reads like this. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who with his hands has fulfilled what he promised with his mouth to my father, David. For he said, since the day I brought my people out of Egypt, I have not chosen a city in any tribe of Israel to have a temple built so that my name might be there, nor have I chosen anyone to be a ruler over my people Israel. But now I have chosen Jerusalem for my name to be there. And I have chosen David to rule my people Israel. And so in that, we see this acknowledgement of what God has done and what God is doing. Um, so we we thank God, we acknowledge and thank him for what he's done. So you could say something like, uh, Lord, I give you thanks for your love for us, for your mercy, for your salvation, and for your ongoing providence and your ongoing love for us. Um, so that's kind of those first steps, acknowledge and thank, uh, and remembering what God has done and is doing. And then we simply make a petition. And so I think the best way to do that is to use the words people have given us themselves. So that could be, you know, if they say, could you pray for my um, my nephew? So I think one of my nephews, I'm going to use a fake name here. Uh, one of my nephews, Stephen, right? So it's Stephen's birthday. Um, so we could say simply, um, Lord, I, I thank you for your goodness in redeeming us. And I thank you for all of the ways you have provided for us. And on Stephen's birthday, I lift him up to you and ask that you would make this next year of his life the best yet. Uh, and then we close by calling upon Jesus in the Holy Spirit. And you could do that by saying something like, uh, we ask all of this through Jesus Christ, our Lord, trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> or you, don't, you could just make it implicit that you're trusting in the Holy Spirit or closing with the sign of the cross which is very appropriate. So um, this is really a, a simple format. Um, it doesn't have to be too complicated. And I think one of the best things you can do is you can just start practicing this on your own. Or maybe if you have family or friends that you could try this with, you could say, hey, you know, it's really important to me to be able to pray out loud with people. And so I wanted to ask, could I begin doing this with you just so that I, I can start to feel more comfortable with it? And so you could ask them, hey, is there something I can pray for? Right. And then to start by uh, first acknowledging and thanking God, right? And it shouldn't be too hard to think of something that you're thankful for that day and something that you know God has done for you. Uh, and then looking at, at what he has done and what he continues to do. And then bring up that petition using the words or the language or the expression that, uh, that somebody brought up to you. And then close by calling upon the name of Jesus. So um, what I would encourage you to do is... Um, in addition to these steps is look to scripture. And if you already have favorite scripture verses, there's a good chance that um, you could just pull some of the words or the language from those. And then you're not having to create it so much as you are drawing on the things from scripture that have already spoken to you very deeply and very beautifully. So um, some of my, some of the ways I do this is I use my favorite titles for God. So for me, that includes things like Lord, Father. Um, there's a, a verse in Titus, it's chapter three, verse four, that I really like. Uh, and it's it's something like, when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior appeared. And I, I will often use that and kind of adapt it and say something like, good and loving God or good and kind God. Um, you might also like things like Savior, Redeemer, that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, this, you might think, okay, well, this is a little formulaic. It's a little stiff. Well, the idea is once you get familiar with this, you can start adapting it and changing it. You can make one thing a lot longer, or you can make one thing shorter. You can change the order up a little bit, really whatever your preference is. Um, in addition to uh, having maybe some of those favorite titles, knowing the Psalms and really having the Psalms in your heart can go a long way in helping you do this. So for instance, you might love, let's say the 23rd Psalm. So 
the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me beside still waters, those kind of things. So you could easily pull from those scripture verses and you could say, Lord, we know that you are a good shepherd. We know that you lead us and that you guide us uh, along still waters. Or, um, you know, you could use maybe your, some of your favorite parables from uh, the gospels. And so you could think of like the, the passage of the good shepherd and say, Lord, we know that you leave the 99 behind to go and look for the one. And so the more... Uh, the more you're comfortable with scripture, the more scripture lives in your heart, the more I think it will be easy to draw upon those passages in spontaneous prayer and use them. And what's uh, what's really delightful about that is that uh, you start to see that it's not you who is is praying on your own, but it is, it is actually the Holy Spirit who is working in us, moving in us to pray uh, and using the words of scripture, using the, the words of revelation to call upon God and uh, to remind us of his goodness and his promises and his mercy. Um, some of my, my favorite passages to draw, and I've probably brought these up before, but uh, the Gospel of Matthew, I think it's chapter 6. So this is right in the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus talks about uh, the birds of the air and how they don't need to worry about where their food comes from because our Father feeds them. And the lilies of the field, they don't worry about what they look like. They're still beautiful. Uh, and you know, how often do we, we fret and worry about, well, what's going to happen to me? Where am I, where's my meal going to come from? Where's my, my clothing going to come from? Uh, the father has provided and will continue to provide. And so passages like that, the, I would say the passages that give you the most comfort would be the ones that would be the most easy to draw on because you can find a way to just weave those in. Even if you're not changing them, just, I mean, cite them verbatim, um, so like I said, I love that passage from Titus, when the goodness and loving kindness of God and our Savior appeared. Uh, and I, you know, I find something very peaceful in that, like thinking of the, the loving kindness of God, the goodness of God. So um, I would say, if you're listening, I'd like to walk you through a little bit of a meditation right now where uh, we practice praying. And so I will um, give you a prompt and then uh, give you a little bit of time to do this on your own, to practice on your own. So uh, we're going to start using that same formula that I talked about earlier. So you're going to acknowledge and thank. You are going to uh, then uh, remember what God has done and is doing. You're going to make a petition, and then you're going to close by calling upon Jesus. So um, as we start, I would say, let's just take a moment and call to mind something that somebody has asked you to pray for. Um, so, you know, whether it was today, in this last week, or just someone you know who is in need of prayers for something specific. So once you have that firmly in your mind, let's begin in the name of the Father, under the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let's acknowledge and thank God. Jesus, I give you thanks for your love for us. I give you thanks for the gift of salvation. You are my God. I love you. I trust in you. I depend upon you. We worship you. We honor you and we glorify you, Lord. Friends, I just invite you in your own way, in your own words, I'll just out loud, acknowledge God. 
who he is and thank him for something very concrete. So next, uh, let's recall what God has done and what God is doing. This could be with any context. But for me, I find it uh, very reassuring to remember how much he loves us as shown in the Passion. Jesus, thank you for laying down your life for us like the Good Shepherd. Thank you for dying so that we might have new life and for continuing to reveal yourself to me in scripture, in the sacraments, and the people who are your hands and feet to me when I most need them. And friends, I invite you to take a few moments and uh, practice this prayer, acknowledging what God has done and what he is doing. And now let's make a petition where we ask God for the thing that someone asked us to pray for. So Lord, I lift up to you, uh, my friend who asked for prayers. She is uh, providing a Thanksgiving meal for uh, moms who are in crisis pregnancies. And there's a lot and it's a lot of work. And she asked for prayers so that as these women come to gather with these religious sisters, they would be uh, touched and moved by your love and they would uh, experience your love in and through these sisters and their hospitality. And Lord, whatever these women need, however they need to be loved and reaffirmed at this meal, we ask this. So now friends, I encourage you to bring your own petition to the Lord. Then let's close by calling upon Jesus and trusting in him. Lord Jesus, we know that you understand what it is that we need even before we ask. And we trust in you. We trust in your love and your confidence. And so we ask all these things in your name, trusting in your love, your goodness, your kindness for us. And the Holy Spirit knowing that you will move in power. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so go ahead and take a moment and uh, call upon the name of Jesus, and then close in prayer on your own. And I would also, I'd like to point out, um, as you get more comfortable with this, right, you, you think less and less about what you're saying. I think that's the difficulty for a lot of us is we want to sound good. We want this to sound holy and pious. And uh, as you practice this, you, I think you gradually let go of that fear or you can learn to let go of, of that fear. And you realize it's okay to not sound perfect because this is a conversation between me and my father. This is a conversation between me and my savior. And it's, it's one of trust. We're, we're not worried about judgment. Uh, we're not worried about what God thinks about our words. We're not trying to impress him. We're not trying to impress anybody. Uh, we're just allowing the spirit to pray through us by kind of moving our heart in particular ways. And the more you become sensitive to what's going on in your heart, uh, the more I think it becomes easy to pray spontaneously. And so you might have this formula, right? Maybe you have your favorite scripture verses and you begin to use those to use words from, from this Psalm or from that Psalm or from this passage or that passage. But then as you're praying, maybe you start to think of something like somebody asks you, uh, oh, would you please pray uh, for the conversion of my son? Or would you please pray for um, healing because I was really uh, hurt by this one person emotionally in this way? And uh, maybe the Holy Spirit gives you a message that you want to share with that person at that time. Or maybe it's not even that you think you, you need to share it, but if, if a word or an image keeps coming to mind, uh, maybe that is the Holy Spirit. And so you can find a way to weave that in or bring that in. And so um, you, you might be praying, for instance, for, uh, let's, I'll use the example I just used for uh, the conversion of somebody's uh, child. And let's say as you're praying, uh, you just keep seeing uh, this, like maybe like a silhouette walking with the sun at their back and walking towards you and walking towards you. And you could weave in there as you're praying, like, Lord, this, uh, you know how much, uh, this child means to my friend and how deeply they long for this, uh, for their son to be reunited to you, to be back in the church. Uh, and Lord, I get the sense or I, I see this, uh, this image of, of somebody walking and I pray Lord that that would be her son walking back to you and coming back into communion with you and Lord hasten the day, speed that up, whatever needs to happen. And so um, the Holy Spirit's going to work in you and through you in that way. And you never know when that might be meaningful. And I have lost track of the number of times that people have prayed that way for me and what they've said has been profoundly uh, touching and, and healing um, or where I've done it for other people, not knowing anything uh, other than what they've asked me to pray for. But when I'll share that image or will I say that out loud, they'll say that was really important to me and, and here are the reasons why. So um, the more you, the more you pray, the more you become comfortable with this. I think the more in tune with the way the Lord is speaking to you, you will be. Um, I'll give you an example. One day I was, this was, uh, I think my first year as a teacher, I was having a little bit of difficulty with one class. It was right after lunch. And so they were coming back. They were full of energy. It was the afternoon. They were, let's just say squirrely. They were not bad. They were just squirrely. And there was one student in particular who 
uh, was just had a lot of energy. He was a younger student and I uh, was getting frustrated with him. And after speaking with my spiritual director about it, he actually brought this idea up and he asked me to think about where God is in that moment. And uh, the next time that I saw that class after speaking with my spiritual director, I had this really, I would say, graced moment where in the midst of being frustrated, I was able to kind of step back and look at the situation with God and think, how does God view this young man right now? Because I, I know Jesus is with me in that room. So it's, it's a question of, am I taking the time to think about how would Jesus respond to this person, right? And in that moment, I was able to, I would say, see with the gaze of God and how, how precious in God's sight this young man was. And that changed the dynamics of that conversation, of that class, and the class for the whole year. And that was a turning point where instead of feeling like I needed to struggle and fight with them, now I could step back and I was learning to see with the eyes of God. And I think that's something that as you become aware of it, you can do that. So maybe in a moment when you're praying with somebody, you can just first internally uh, turn to God and say, God, what is it that this person really needs? Help me to see that. And you might not always get it, right? So we, we don't need to expect, okay, God's going to give me something special here. Uh, but it's more the uh, just the trust and dependence that when they need it, the Holy Spirit will provide the words for you to pray so that uh, God can work through you to answer that person's prayers, whatever it may be. So friends, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. I hope that this helps you and inspires you and gives you a uh, formula that you can use to pray spontaneously with people. So again, just uh, start by thanking and acknowledging God. And then remember what he has done, what he is doing, and then make the ask, whatever it is, and close by calling upon the name of Jesus. So let's do that again. Um, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus. You are so good. You have been so good to us, and we thank you, and we bless you. Lord, in humility, we come to you, mindful of our dependence on you. You hold us in existence. Every moment of our life, you have willed us to be, and you continue to will us to be, and we love you, and we trust you. Lord, I, I pray for everyone listening to this podcast that they would never lose their faith, that even in, in the midst of great difficulties and great trials, they would turn to you and be reminded of your love, of your goodness, of your faithfulness, no matter what has happened, that they would always trust in your providence, in your loving kindness. We lift up to you the deepest desires and concerns of our hearts, especially for our loved ones and our family members, that they would return to you if they have wandered far. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, friends, thank you so much. God bless you, and I'll see you or be with you next time. Peace.